0: really particularly have a topic for the the whole thing but one thing I did want to say was that um I was watching our uh our most recent episode on conflict resol- conflict resolution mm-hmm. and I noticed that some of the some <laughs> of the things that I was saying and I want I wanted to say this so that it can be you know recorded for pos- posterity <laughs> but um mm-hmm. I noticed that some of the things that I said and some of the ways that I said certain things could have come across um, as if I was maybe punching down or dismissive or mm-hmm. arrogant or whatever. And I wanted to make sure that I get it on record just like that was on record. I wanted to get it on record that I don't mean for anything, that anything I say on this show to come across that way, um, but especially things that um, deal with other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that it is very clearly stated that <clears throat> anytime there's any conflict in my life or and i'm sure i'm speaking for all of us mm-hmm. um, anytime there's any conflict in any of our lives the goal as you said it, it, on that in that moment was um, that the, the the conversation or whatever it is be progressive mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to making progress and that's that's really what i what i would like to do right. so i just wanted to have that said i wanted to clear the air for my own self so nobody said anything to me um, it was just me watching it back, and of course, I'm I'm doing what I say I do on this. Right. I'm always examining myself, making right. sure that I'm saying things that represent who I really am. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to have that
1: said. I think self reflection is always a key thing. That's what basketball players do. Mm-hmm. Like what they do is reflect on the last game that they played or previous games, and they learn from that. Yep, watching learn- tapes, it. watching tapes, and watching mistakes, and not only that, but watching other people, mm-hmm. the interaction, and. I sent the text earlier today to you mm-hmm. guys about, man, I see the growth from episode one to now, yeah, man. and yes. I think that that yes. is, that is key to, and a key reminder that, that it is important for us to be linear mm-hmm. as we grow. Okay, Straight optimization. Mm-hmm. Every day should be Heck an improvement. Yeah. You right. see yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Working towards being <laughs> as <happy> as <laughs> yeah. possible. Yeah. That's the whole key, in recognize it, and and mm-hmm. do something now, and that's and not being lazy. Be disciplined. The whole idea is be disciplined enough that when you see something that you don't like, do something about it instead of making an excuse, excuse and and try to cover it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just yeah, be yeah. straight, transparent, and what you just did, and and that's what we're doing. That's what we're here for, man. Mm-hmm. We're here for one another. You see those gaps? Fill them with something. You know. Um, um, good, Mm -hmm. effective, and let's move forward, man. I'm all for that, man. I'm telling you. I
0: feel the same way. I think, I I agree, man. The growth that we've seen is not co- it's not coincidental. It it is yeah. a direct result of the time that we spend with one another and growing uh-huh. and sharpening one another mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. working towards like t- working together towards a common goal mm-hmm. and at the same time working towards our individual goals of you know self improvement and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 like you said, man, man I, you can't you can't buy this this yeah. type of experience. is no, something that is um, yeah.
2: it's extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. I got a okay. question for you guys. What's up? Do you feel like, because we all came up in the church, man, do you feel like the church prepared you for how to be a man and in the world and maneuver in the world and did it prepare you for finances and uh, and being married? You want the short answer? It's no, I want to talk about it. I want to sit and talk about it, even if we don't use it, even if we don't put it out there. It's loaded, but it's a good, it's a good discussion. I wish I wrote, the, wrote
1: your question down.
2: I got, I'll repeat it. So the question is, <laughs> <laughs> the question is, love it. We we all came up in the church, right. Pentecostal churches, blah right. blah blah, mm-hmm. and. My question to to the audience, to my brothers here, is: fun, y'all. Do you feel like the church prepared you for manhood, finances, and marriage, and how to maneuver in the world? So all of it, mm-hmm. all of it. it, did it prepare you for life in this world, and in not just world. life looking yes. to get to to heaven, yeah, so to yeah. speak? Yeah, Um, I can go. I can go first. Yeah. I don't. Uh, Particularly feel <laughs> like you silly. I probably go black. <laughs> right, right. I don't particularly feel that, that all the bases were covered. I feel like a lot of what I got to to prepare for life, it came from home. You know, as it should. Mm-hmm. Like I, you don't go to uh, school, um, you know, public school and the school in general to say everything's got to come from school. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like like my <clears> parents they they had a focus to make sure they had three boys and they had a focus to make sure that we understood some things. So the things we learned in church, it reinforced mm-hmm. that. But I just feel like some of the things I learned at church didn't necessarily reinforce getting prepared for manhood. It got you gets you prepared for going to heaven. <coughs> you know, and you know heaven what? I'm sorry. It gets you prepared for going to heaven. Yeah. You know, heaven is our goal, things like that. But as far as uh our time here on earth after we leave our parents home, I don't know that I felt prepared for that when I was like 18, 19, 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, you know, my parents, they, they they encouraged us, they molded us. But when it came to all the time that I spent in the church, I felt like I had a good foundation as a Christian and a moral barometer to live a pious <clears throat> life in that area. But as far as like, say, for example, my finances, understanding how to maybe invest Maybe understanding how to really be a man and prepare ourselves for marriage. And I mean all the aspects of marriage as it relates to the Bible. I don't know that the church, you know... So y'all, y'all expound on that for me.
0: Can I say something right quick? For sure. It yeah, sounds sure. like you're about to jump in. Mm-hmm. Let me Good. just, I just wanted to throw out one thought. Mm-hmm.
3: So it, you I think... Give you a, leave your contact information before we get canceled. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. Just in case it's the last one you ever
1: see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, right, man.
0: I think, I think <laughs> you made a very important point when you mentioned um, home and school. Mm-hmm. Because I think it, it, it's, it's important for us to determine... What the actual role is of the church in okay. our lives, and and especially as us coming up, okay. um, I think that we've grown to look at the church as kind of a, a holistic,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whole life thing. Mm-hmm. When it <clears throat> technically is not all, not really all that much. You know, yeah. for instance, like you said when you taught, talked about school my parents are the ones that teach me how to have manners and have respect for others and all of this kind of stuff. But I also get a little bit of that at school. That's a side product of school. School is reading, writing, arithmetic, essentially. That's a side product of school. Just like church is spiritual growth, blah, 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 whatever more, like you said, moral barometer and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And a side product is the other stuff that makes it a more holistic experience. Mm -hmm. Um, the problem I think comes when we advertise that our churches are this whole holistic experience and then we fall short. So we say that we're about the we, we got a mission that's about <clears> the <throat> whole family, about you know, guiding helping people guide through life and this this type of thing, and then we fall short on that. That's where I think the problem comes in. Great. Not necessarily that the church isn't doing its job. Right. But when we start to commercialize church and try to make it the one-stop shop for all of your life needs, yeah. then we start to get into sort of a Very messy, you know what this. I mean? I it becomes that. a little more Very messy.
2: Good. I think that's perfect. That's perfect. And yeah. that, that that really does answer mm-hmm. answer how, how we should look at it. And people mm-hmm. coming behind us mm-hmm. in the church, how they need to look at it. Because mm-hmm. I can say for myself, definitely, my brothers, my parents mm-hmm. were the structure we needed. Mm-hmm. They they showed us how, to, how two people need to be married and conduct themselves in public and behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so, and I didn't necessarily look to the church for these things, mm-hmm. but I just think about all the time I spent at church. All the reading, all the studying, all the Bible classes, revivals, conventions. And then when you become a man, and I think a lot of men, we end up struggling with certain things. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to marriage, those things really can be revealed in a way that you weren't prepared for coming up your parents couldn't necessarily compare you prepare you mm-hmm. i'm not saying that the church was responsible for preparing mm-hmm. you in those intimate aspects of being a man but the thing is is that there was there are some things that i feel the focus should be on because see here's the thing this is the point that i'm getting at i think the church focused on women what women can't do, mm-hmm. women need to get married. Women need to have kids by a certain time. Mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. We heard all of all of it, all yeah. the little stuff. But when it came, which to, by the way, we don't particularly. We're not getting into that. That's, no, we're not that's getting. Real, that's not even right. nothing that we we're going to touch. About. Right, but, right. but but as I remember coming up, and this, right. these are no generalizations. This is just my perspective and my experiences as it relates to me mm. and my my journey. Coming up, I can remember hearing all that from women. Women, don't do this, don't do this, don't be tempting, and all these different things. But for the fellas, what did we really hear? Get a job, take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. And my thing is, there's a lot more to it than that. You know what I'm saying? As far as what we need to bring to the table as we leave our homes, as we grow up in a church, we need to be pillars in the society. There are some things that particularly we need to understand about, understand about ourselves as it relates to just going into marriage, dealing with how you handle your emotions in the marriage, your expectations as a man to two people that came up in the church, possibly or not, whatever the case may be there. But what what the expectations are between people and as what the expectations are for us as men that grew up in the church and now have to maneuver in a secular world that, don't really care about the church but our lights need to still shine you know so i don't want that to get too uh what is the word convoluted but i think y'all know where i'm just trying to mm-hmm. trying to trying to expound upon it in, in that way so i know it's a loaded conversation that's you know we could talk about it probably for weeks but mm-hmm. yeah. you know i just wanted to know maybe do, do you feel i think your answer was mm-hmm. yeah. spot on very really, good you know because it it's not an indictment necessarily per se against mm-hmm. the church in any way mm-hmm. whatsoever. This is that if we look at our intimate <clears throat> experiences as men, we were these young boys running around the church, mm-hmm. you know, liking girls in the church. Girls knew their roles going into, you know, going up and going into to marriage, you know. But sometimes we get, I think, as young boys, we get lost in, in the sauce when it comes to understanding, okay, when I grow up out of the church— <clears throat> If I'm not called to be a minister or a choir director or a pastor or (laughs) or any of that, what am I going to be doing? just dangling. Yeah, yeah, what am I – because I'll go get a job. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to take care of my family. But church, help me understand, you know, brothers in the church, you know, I want some examples, you know, help me understand, you know, some other things. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think it – and we can, you know, certain parts of this you can definitely cut out. You know, But I think brothers in the church should talk about expectations of like sex mm-hmm. in the marriage or talk about expectations of talk our roles, it. things mm-hmm. like that, because there'll be brothers struggling with things in marriage that can affect the marriage. And they weren't really shown that. And I'm talking about particularly people coming up in the church. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there can be struggles. There can be things that go on that are just never talked about. And then when you grow up and say so you get into this life and not just marriage, but just even as a single man, mm-hmm. just in general, yeah. it's like, man, how do how should I really be moving? Cause yeah. like I really want to be that child of God that I grew up as, but I am a man living in a real world. That's
0: very I good. think that and I'm I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna shut up and let y'all talk. But <clears throat> I think that the problem lies in <clears throat> how much we rely on the 66 books that we've been conditioned Mm -hmm. to to believe that is the be all end all of every type of direction that we should ever have. If we only look to the Bible and we ignore every other source of wisdom and knowledge that has ever been written Throughout history, mm-hmm. then we're doing ourselves a disservice because I can't teach you effectively mm-hmm. every part of your secular life strictly from the Bible. It just mm-hmm. it just doesn't yeah, work like exactly. that. That's you know what true. I mean? Very true. Um, I can't I can't teach you how to I don't know. For instance, as a husband, understand how to please your wife. Exactly. I can't teach you that from exactly. the Bible. It's not in there. That's it's just perfect. not. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so then I think it. I, and this speaks to your original question because. Mm-hmm the generations that have come before us, and even our generation to some extent, has leaned so heavily on it's the Bible, and it's the Bible, and yes. it's the Bible, and it's the Bible. E- exactly. Or it's an expository, mm-hmm. or a concordance, exactly. or a Bible mm-hmm. dictionary, yep. and that's it. That's it. Yep. As opposed to yep. looking mm-hmm. at, okay, well, what have health experts said about uh, about the best way to live and be healthy in terms of what I eat? Exactly. Or what have the relationship experts said is the best way to engage with my spouse in sex or what is uh, uh, what if um, child experts said about the best way to engage a child that misbehaves. Exactly. All of these other things from people who have studied their entire lives to master a certain mm-hmm. arena of human life mm-hmm. and all we do mm-hmm. is ignore all of that and say, well, what did John and Peter and them say? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Which is ridiculous right. because yeah. they didn't talk about that exactly. in a lot of instances. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, the and intimacy, so, yeah. Right. yeah, so to ignore... Every other piece of human, I mean, humans are have been given wisdom. That's yes. part of what we've been given as 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 our creation, mm-hmm. or as being a creation. So in order to to ignore ancient philosophies from Greek, from Greece and and Asia, and I mean, people were talking in very very wise words thousands of years before Jesus even walked the planet. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, And so I think if we look at wisdom that is not necessarily from the 66 Mm -hmm. books that we have, Um, we'll be able to glean a lot more things that'll help us to live our lives because we are, like you said, we're spiritual beings living in natural bodies in a secular world. So church is only this much of how much our life is. And if our life is this, this is all that church can handle. Then there's this part over here that needs to be handled by school, the educational system. Mm -hmm. Then this here by some counselor. Mm -hmm. Then this here by our jobs. And this here by dealing with our spouses and our children and our loved ones. We have massive, complicated lives. Mm -hmm. And if we only deal with what is contained within those 66 will
2: never be a fool. Uh, we'll never realize our full potential. I'll put yeah, it like that. I, yeah. lo- I love that. And, and this is no uh, pinpointed thing on my life or anyone's sure, life. Sure. This is a discussion for people that might not be in a position or have the wherewithal to really discuss it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, I'm referring to our our male counterparts, mm-hmm. because, you know, fellas, there's certain things we just simply do not talk about, mm-hmm. you know, that probably need to be talked about because if we don't talk about it, somebody's got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Be it your lady, your mom, yeah. your sister, whomever. Yeah. And so I think it's good to have these type of forums to talk about some of the tougher things that really help you engage thought in a different way that you probably didn't when you were 18. Mm-hmm. We're talking about stuff now that none of us would talk about at 18. Right. Absolutely. Probably not. Right. Right. You know, but at, at the ages we're at now, we can look back and reflect and then help these young brothers that are coming behind us, man, because, you know, we always hear about the divorce rate and we hear about these other things, you know, brothers getting locked up in different things, making bad decisions because people are just not talking to them. Mm-hmm. And, and that divorce rate and those other issues that we find in the world are definitely in the church. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. not. I sure. mean, nobody's taking the statistics down of mm-hmm. church numbers of, of divorces, murders, cheating, mm-hmm. all these different things, mm-hmm. but it's there too. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be, yeah. you know? And so again, no indictment on the church because mm-hmm. it's ran by men, but yet and still there was a structure there and we all, we all knew it. Mm-hmm. Like I can definitely say there was a structure there for me at church. Mm-hmm. There was a community, a caring, loving community, and, yep. You know, you and I were a part of uh, at our church, mm-hmm. and there are many people that I love and respect there, and and knew ever since I was a kid, and still know now. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this is no indictment, <laughs> direct Absolutely indictment on any any right. of that. Right. 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 When I when I say the church, I'm talking about the whole ideology of the the, the church as we know it and how we grew up in it. Yeah. That that whole like the how it takes a village to to raise the children, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Everybody's responsible. No individual. Person is responsible for it, mm. so I want to know. Do you have any thoughts about it? I'm gonna I'm trying to figure out how to get my answer. I, okay, no,
1: anymore. this is a, this is. A, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no,
2: I understand. A, I, it's it's a, it's a lot. It's really loaded. See, yeah. I yeah, I tend to ask questions because I've already thought about it. So it's yeah, kind of okay. unfair to just no, it's, like just no, no, unload. Like, okay, guys, <laughs>
3: no, like a here, here, the here, here's the like, mic.
1: Yeah, oh, here's the mic. But exactly right, right. Here's the mic. Toss the mic. Whoa. I think we've inherited a structure that's not of God. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I believe that, and I'm being very careful about saying this, man, and the way we were, I think we've inherited a structure that's not of the eternal one. But I think what we did was copy a government or a, a, a way that is... Naturally been set and copied it and made it church. Mm -hmm.
2: That's pretty good, man. You see? I I, I kinda see where you're going.
1: And the reason why the divorce rate and many things that are not are are increasing is because that structure was never meant to be for the kingdom. (laughs) Did that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Because if you think about the kingdom of God. It's flawless. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But people, the but who who are in what we call the kingdom of God mm-hmm. are flawed people. Mm-hmm. Therefore, what do you think the output is going to be? Mm-hmm. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now, you throw a man sixty six books mm-hmm. and say, "Read it. Right. Serve God by this." Right? Yeah. yeah. He don't even know where to begin. I had this conversation with someone earlier today, right? And hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying and the viewers understand what I'm saying. You can, do we believe that the the Bible is the word of God? Mm -hmm. I say, no, the Bible are books, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. What's contained in the books are the experiences of men and women. Mm God spoke by His Word in those. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people and and, and people going probably <laughs> comment about this, and I'm mm-hmm. cool about it, right? Mm-hmm. The Word of God is Spirit, is life. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 when you look at Abraham, Noah, and all these individuals, they didn't have a book to look at. Mm-hmm. They heard a voice from heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Speaking to them. Aren't we also to, to aren't we supposed to challenge ourselves and exercise that same communication with the eternal one too? Mm-hmm. But you look at the Bible to, to understand the, the behaviors, the experiences, and glean off of those things mm-hmm. and say, okay, where do I fit in? Mm-hmm. It's lovely that you said about the ministry when you said as a man, when you are in a church, and now all these people are being called, and you and you sitting somewhere in the corner saying, "Well, well, what about me? What am I supposed to do? Oh, you could be a deacon, but you don't realize that every position, mm-hmm. everyone yeah. should be called to be prophets, didn't yeah. that? Ain't that scripture? Yeah. Would to God that all his people be prophets, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's men's fault <clears throat> that look at other men. And create an elitist structure inside the church when it should have never been that right, way. Right.
2: and that's, that's just due to egos and things. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? A lot of egos. because I, I, I yep. just feel like, see, I love what y'all are talking about strictly dealing with the Bible because, see, we came up in a church being taught that this is what's going to make you be a better man. This is what this is the formula. There are scriptures in here that you're supposed to be able to read, and this is going to help you understand. And I, I know the answers. There are a lot of good answers in the right. Bible. That's not what I'm discounting. Well, I, I can totally understand. You know, but I I can remember, man, growing up reading the Bible, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm reading, brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Understood. Um, seriously, it's been me. Like I, I would get out of Bible class, and I would study, and I'm like, I don't I don't know about I, I just don't understand, you know. Mm. And so, you know, then you grow up, and it's like you reflect on those things, and it's like. I miss some things. Like I, I read and I studied. I was at the, I was at the sermons and, and Bible classes and revivals, but I just don't feel like I caught some things. You know, and that's nobody's fault. But it's just one of those things where you, you look back and you say, how could I maybe, maybe have applied myself better to church? Maybe should I ask more questions? Because I want, you know, you growing up, you want to be a good man. You want to be a good man. Continue like the way you were raised. Be a good man when you become a, an adult. For your kids, your family, your, your mother, your father, and particularly your spouse, because that's when you reach a certain point in your journey, that's who you're going to be with. I mean, that's the person you're around most of the yeah. time. So you want to always be able to say, how can I handle myself emotionally, spiritually, mentally, financially, all these different things. And there's a lot on us that we, we need to discuss more because there is there's a certain point you reach in your life it was like, man, do I have it all? You know, do I do, am I really, was I really prepared or, you know, I still have questions. I don't, and you're not, you're not going to know it all at certain points in certain seasons, <laughs> but you get to these points where it's just like, I could have been better prepared 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And here I am now. And, you know, you look back and you say, I came up in the church. What could I have done better there? So it just be a lot of mm-hmm. things running through people's minds mm-hmm. and they don't even know how to communicate. No don't know how to talk about it, man. You know,
1: can I add to that? Mm-hmm. The, 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 uh. And, and I was just talking to somebody about this earlier. Was it you? I think it was you just briefly. and Because I didn't finish my thoughts mm-hmm. talking about it. I was talking about an individual in my family, right, mm-hmm. where I know God is working with him. yeah. And God is putting mm-hmm. his back against the wall, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when I say God putting the the sufferings of God is not the harm of, of like, Satan. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Right. Satan gives harm, right? Mm-hmm. But God is the sufferings because he's trying to teach you. Something in order for you to excel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, and that's another subject in itself, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but when you look at um, the position, that's when these negative and dark thoughts come in mm-hmm. and wanting you to feel this guilt and conviction so you can stay in that position exactly. instead of being freed mm-hmm. and liberated mm-hmm. to move forward, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I was, I'm thinking more and more in this line of what you're saying, going back to the Word of God, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at the Word of God, because I was in the same boat. What in the world is the Lord is my shepherd? I share not what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up in the concrete jungle. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You understand know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like when I look at a lot of these things, you know, except the corner wheat die it abides alone, mm-hmm. but if it die, it bring forth much fruit. All these scriptures, right? Yeah. yeah. And then when you look at over in Africa, mm-hmm. you see like 3,000 people like, are like, like getting baptized and different things like that. But they say, how come it's not happening over here? It's because for one thing, you are not making the thought. Relative to people in order to change. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we read scriptures, it's not relative to the individual situation and experience. Yes. Therefore, they don't know how to respond and move forward in that walk. Right? So that's the reason why I'm 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 loving this conversation because I'm learning to slow down. Mm-hmm and really understand the words we were talking about the power of words right mm-hmm. so like when i when i look at it how do i make it relative to myself right now mm-hmm. let me talk to a person that and and i think that uh mike you said this also i think we do ourselves a disservice with not looking at other sources outside too at least can <clears throat> at least to see if it um Connects or aligns to the Word of God. You see what I'm saying once it lines up with the Word of God Okay, so you can say okay. I'm getting somewhere now. Mm -hmm. I had to put myself in check because My family members started to go down a path right Mm -hmm. which I disagreed with I was like what you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. But lo and behold, I started going down the path as well of Mm -hmm. thinking start asking a whole bunch of questions Yeah. Yeah, so when I started talking to my family I had to apologize because I said, you know what? I understand what what the process, the painful mm-hmm. process that we all have to go through. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the benefits mm-hmm. that God has put in earth mm-hmm. is patience. Yeah. And just as God is patient with us, with our understanding, we have to be just as patient with others. Mm-hmm. Patient with others. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the structure of church as we know it, because I don't believe that, all these churches out here are really great represent, representations of the kingdom of God. Yeah. I really don't. Let's just be real. Let's but just be I, straight I will, up,
2: flat out. I, I feel you on that. But I will say in defense of, because I've been to many churches, and, and, the, and some of them do have a lot of great programs, you know, for for your finances or your health, things like that. Mm-hmm. When I say the church, definitely still it's the, the whole the, the whole of it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't want to throw out that blanket indictment. I mean I, I feel where you're coming from with that that energy of that, but I will say there are some churches out there I've been to that are are really wholeheartedly, and they have brothers in the church that are, are looking to be good examples mm-hmm. to the young men, you know I can say for me whole wholeheartedly in my rearing, um because even to this day, I really lean to my father, my natural father, because he really showed me how to to really be become a man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying my my brothers and I, you know, and I can definitely say that he. He was he is a man of God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that is what really helped me turn that switch on when I was going to manhood mm-hmm. and saying that, okay, this is how a man does this. This is how a man earns his keep. This is how a man takes care of his wife. I, I learned all that from my father, specifically. Yeah. You know, but I know everybody doesn't have that story. But right, I'm just saying right, right. that for me is what I really leaned upon. Not so much my rearing in the church, but no more so my rearing in, in the household, you right. know. And so that that's that's my story, Understood. you know, but, but I know that when you look at things in mass, when you look at the society we live in, as we live and breathe, we see a lot of problems and they, they are from men that we saw and young boys and that became men that came up in the church, you know, that there is a problem there that, you know, a lot of times we don't talk about because everybody just trying to, you know, you know, be a gospel singer or a minister or something and they're not li- really looking at, but yeah, how do I, how, how should I be a man? That represents the kingdom right, you right. Know? how should I be a man that my brothers can respect and then women can respect mm-hmm. those types of things and what we're not talking about everybody's just trying to be something that is of a significant name or some t- some type of fame attached to themselves but the real fame when you in your community to me the real fame is being a person of integrity. You know, having exactly. and, 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 and who you surround yourself with, being a person of honesty, integrity, and how you conduct yourself behind closed doors, you know, how you treat the person that you are married to. You know, those are the things that I think sometimes can get missed in an intimate way in the church, just mm-hmm. in, an, in a very intimate and very nuanced, sensitive way, mm-hmm. because we see a lot of different things in the church, a lot of different things. And um, I'm not looking for the church for perfection, but... There is a standard, and again, it goes back to I our, our 100% feel what you said about the church gets marketed a certain way. Mm. And then that marketing is not matched mm. when you come up in that. It's mm. just it's just not. Mm. And, I, and that's that's just the flaw of humanity. That's part of human error. I mean, I they're understand that. They're not doing that. it on purpose. They're not doing yeah, it on purpose, yeah. honestly. It's, it's a sincere, like, a lot of brothers, they get called to the ministry, and they just trying to figure it out. They start in a, floor, a storefront. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I I never can speak to that, you know.
1: I don't know. I I, I disagree, man. Like, okay. like like seriously. Like yeah. like I think I think men love darkness rather than light. And I think that it's easy to and I'm not ca- talking about everyone, like right. you said. Right, right. And I want to correct myself on that, that. And I agree with that. Yeah, I, I yeah. appreciate that you said that. Yeah. It's not everyone, but I guarantee you it's 99. <laughs> I'm telling you it's yeah. a hero. I'm, and I'm being flat out honest. I understand and, and, what you're and, saying. And, and, and if someone gets offended by this call, I just don't care. Yeah, I don't I, care no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm serious. And then, folks, he's <laughs> an editor, so he's not cutting us <laughs> off. I'm not cutting it out. I'm not cutting it out, because <laughs> yeah. this is the thing. I've seen, I've seen too many people. Because of men pleasers, the scripture talks so many things about being aware, being uh, being aware of men creeping in,
2: yeah.
1: right? You know what I'm saying? Being cloaked yeah. as righteous, you know, it's too clear where you see the behaviors of what's going on, and what and why do you see the results of of. What we call the kingdom? This is not the kingdom of God, man. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. because let's be real. Like we, we were just talking about this about faith. When you talk about the words that God has put in the earth for us to utilize, mm-hmm. love and righteousness is within that. Yeah. Forgiveness, yeah. love and righteousness. When you look at patience, love and righteousness is all in that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And where? And the reason why I say that I disagree, because because. Because I think it's a higher percentage of people that are uh, drawn to themselves, like you said, the egos and the pride and self-righteousness, than the things of God. And you can can make yourself look like you're righteous, but after a while, the truth is going to be revealed. And a lot of times we see that. And I think that we're not confident enough because we're so scared to say, that's not of God. Mm -hmm. We got to just start calling it out, man. You see what I'm saying? I feel you like, on that. I, it's I feel not of God. That. See, and that's a part of what didn't probably
2: didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, we all have been Agreed. in the church. and been I absolutely dis- agree with that. But, but it's fair to say we all have been in the church and have been disappointed by some yeah. things we have seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I think it's Agreed. very good that you say, you know, call it for what it is. And I think there is a fear with that. And so that's how a lot of things get passed. Even like when you talk about brothers like checking one another on stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I got a minister in the church talking dirty, you know, or looking at some young girl or something, I mean, it's up to me to like check that dude. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. a, a young boy yes. will see that and then he'll look at that as like, maybe that's how I should be when I grow up. You know what I'm saying? And this is in the church. Yes. See, this is the stuff that yes. people don't talk about specifically within the church. Mm-hmm. There are things that have gone on, you know, and things that have happened and people kind of just turn a blind eye to it or just don't say anything. Mm-hmm for fear or whatever. And the reality yes. is what happens is, and what we don't really address is that we grow up damaged and broken and confused because it's like, Hey man, you know, I spoke in tongues and I I was saved, but I saw some things that I, and I, somebody tarried with me and they did something that I don't approve of or agree with. And, mm-hmm. you know, and you get this jaded perspective on what church life and what Christianity so, is. You know, and then you grow up as a man in society and you become, in a way, jaded because it's like, did the church let me down or, you know, did something fail me along the way? And you feel guilty for feeling that way. But, hey, I mean, we're of, of a mind now where we can honestly say, hey, in reflection and retrospect, nothing was perfect. As I mean, and there was no expectation of that. But there are things that do not get talked about. Mm-hmm. There are struggles that people have deep Yes. Dark struggles that don't get addressed and people take stuff to the grave mm-hmm. or they take things into a marriage and it all gets exposed mm-hmm. there. And I'm talking True. about a lot of different True. deep, dark things. And so because I I would have liked it more, to be honest with you in the church, if if things were talked about, you know, mm-hmm. like watching certain things or doing certain things or being around certain people or trying different things like let's talk about this stuff and don't call it the birds and the bees like let's literally talk about in the bible how like how I need to handle myself as a man because I'm attracted to women like heavy Mm -hmm. and I'm in a society where now everything is pornography like literally dude you could look at anything and it's straight up like dude I can't I'm, I'm struggling you know what I'm saying and so that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about when we're talking about did the church really, you know, address some things like because I know and I know it's difficult for a minister to to talk about something like that, but this is like hey, these are the things that we need to talk about because mm-hmm. if we don't, we're going to have a a society or a generation of just perverts or people that are struggling or people that have addictions <clears throat> or people that just don't know how to interact with women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that was really the whole point and gist of I was that I was really getting at, and it's very difficult for people because it's like it's a very uncomfortable topic, yeah. you know, subject matter, and you know, and so the thing is, is that I think it's just kind of important to put it out there, mm-hmm. you know.
0: I think that that speaks back to the original point that we were talking about with the um, the just accepting the Bible as the only source of wisdom or right. understanding, right? Um, because <clears throat> I grew up and uh, uh, we grew up in the same church. Yeah. Um, We had those discussions, but yeah. but they were taught from the perspective of this is sin. This exactly. is not. Yeah. If you do this sin, it will land you in hell. Yep. God will mm-hmm. be angry with you, blah, blah, blah. As opposed to mm-hmm. teaching about the mental, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual ramifications that come behind certain exactly. behaviors and actions mm-hmm. and addictions um, instead of discussing what happens in our bodies and in our minds when we engage in certain activities or whatever, mm-hmm. um, we talked about the consequence of hell, mm-hmm. yeah. and so everything was seen through that lens. Yeah. And it's very hard if I've never been to hell; I don't have a frame of reference. I don't exactly. know what I'm really afraid of. Exactly. So, and, that, and this is another reason why I always say that we shouldn't teach in order to escape hell so to speak I agree. we should teach 100% I agree. um i think that we should teach um what we should be looking for i think we should mm-hmm. teach about the love and the beauty that comes from living the the proper way yeah. as opposed yeah. to just listen just do everything you can to avoid hell that that's that ridiculous doesn't work. to me because when so- you tell, we, oh. I'm, No, I'm sorry. When you mm-hmm. tell a
2: kid don't touch something,
0: yeah. what do they do? They're going to touch it. Exactly. Because exactly. I don't have, have any frame of reference for exactly. what's hot. I'm exactly. a baby. What are you right. talking about? Exactly. You know right. what I mean? I'm a. the stove has orange and blue and yellow flames coming out. I want right. to see what that feels like. Exactly. Um uh is yeah. So so anyway, I was saying that uh I was thinking that if we took an approach that was a tad bit more scientific or um i'm gonna use the word holistic if it Mm -hmm. was a if it was a a, an approach that approach it was an approach that is used um that addresses spiritual ramifications Mm -hmm. emotional ramifications physical things Mm -hmm. if we if we touched on each one of these Mm -hmm. then a person in my mind would be more inclined to say hmm that's really something that I should probably be avoid because I don't want to be addicted to something for the rest of my life. Exactly. Nobody talks about bad. that part of it. Exactly. You know Thank what I mean? You. Thank you. We talk about, oh, listen, it's real bad, and guy's going to be real mad. Yeah. And then that's it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch that hellfire, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Better than married than the bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what does that even mean? What, yeah, you talk? Never, and what and does I, that mean? I never like that because, again, that is a whole problem. Because yeah. you tell a young man that that's, like, really dealing with hormones. Mm-hmm you know, better married than burned. so he gets married for sex. Yeah. And it's like... And it's hey, fine to teach that, but we can't leave it at just. We can't that. leave it at that, though, yeah. because they get married for sex and then it's like, now what do I do? I mean, yeah. I don't really want... I don't want to be with her like yeah, that. Yeah, because so when she makes me mad, I
0: might punch her in the face or something. Yeah. Or I might leave or when my leave kids cry too much. Or yeah. there's so, so many other things that need to be addressed. <laughs> you know that, what I'm saying? What
2: I love about what you're saying is because... And that's the point of this... I'm not punching movie. anybody in the face. No, he ain't. Gonna <laughs> That, that's the whole point of this conversation is that you get told stuff like "it's better married than burned." Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that because we used to always hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, get married. You know, don't be out here fornicating, yeah, right? Yeah. And so the thing is, the problem for a man though is that when you say that, there's some dudes out there that literally will get married with the expectation of my wife is just gonna give it to me, yeah. and that's it. I don't gotta talk to her. You know, I'll get a job and bring money in the house and put food on the table but she going to give it to me and that's it. Yeah, see, I don't have to learn how to love or, no, or talk to or her understanding or, or take her on trips. Exactly. None of that. Like yeah. It's like yeah. uh, the minister said better to marry than burn. Yeah. And so these are real problems that people yeah. legitimately end up having and then <laughs> people just quietly you know kind of separate get divorces mm-hmm. Think these is or, or live their lives miserably. Live, or live miserably yes. which is to me is just eternal like being in jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. but it's up to us as the men to really check our part of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because if we do not, it's just gonna be failure after failure after failure. And nobody's really gonna talk about it. Because everybody here trying to shine, man. Everybody trying to get they their name out in the lights. And they don't wanna take time to look back, what is that called Sankofa and just look back, mm. reach back and teach one. Mm. You know, each one teach one. They don't wanna do that because they don't have time for it and they simply don't care. Mm. You know, and I think we need to really push our platform in a direction that can save the, the minds of these men, man, because there's some stuff going on here we just don't even know about right. because we're just not, we just not, you know, like I love y'all right. got right. sons, man, right. that got y'all. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted y'all to know, man, happy Father's Day because your sons are blessed to have you, man. It's dudes out here. It's little boys out here. I, I watched a heartbreaking video today. A kid was at a baseball game with his mom, a little black boy. And he was just saying, Mommy, what's my daddy's name? And she was like, Terrell? She was like, why are you asking me that? His, the wow. father's name is Terrell. And he was like, "Do you think he he knows how smart I am? Or do you think he likes me?" Mm-hmm. And, and then I think he said, "Do, do I deserve to have a father? Mm-hmm. You know." And it's a lot of kids like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's just right off rip. This kid was like six, mm-hmm. you know, right off rip. That's the questions that he has, mm-hmm. and he's placing his value in that. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets older, you know, by the time you get like eighteen, man, nobody's really talking to you it's like get out of here you're a man go Mm -hmm. scram Mm -hmm. and so you you're lost because it's like first of all i didn't have a guy in your mind you're thinking i I was i'm still that little boy that just didn't see his dad Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and then everything that comes behind that is just it's a mixed bag of whatever you know and and so i think we have an advantage man because you guys have sons we all have fathers And we have we've had good examples. And then we have each other to bounce off of and say, hey, man, let's like really talk about this in a way that is productive Mm -hmm. to 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 our audience. Right. And I think that the point will get across that, hey, it's okay to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care if somebody out there is judging me Mm -hmm. or they don't want me to say certain things, because the thing is. I mean, I can't really care at this point. Mm-hmm. It's it's like we gotta talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. And not not behind closed yes. doors. Yes. Let's talk about it in the open so people can see it, hear it, smell it, taste it, and understand that this is what's real, man. Like I love talking about what's real mm-hmm. because what else is there? Right. You know, I don't right. live in the land of fake. Right. I don't live in the land of plastic surgery and falsehoods. I live in a real life in a real world where we have real consequences right. and we mm-hmm. deal with really mm-hmm. with real things, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's, I'm,
3: I'm very comfortable with that, you know. I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah, I think we have. Um, we're, we're in we're in such a different time period now mm-hmm. than when a lot of people that that were responsible for our upbringing were, yes. were raised. Um And I think that they all, our parents, our pastors, preachers, teachers, and everything else, I think, all had the best intentions and did the best they could. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think they had good and pure intentions too. Yeah, very much so. I Very think much. that the institution that came before them kept them from the potential that they could have had. And I don't think they realized that. Mm-hmm. So if I were to use like a sports analogy, I think that our predecessors were trained to go up to the 20-yard line and stop. And they didn't know that that was short of reaching the goal. Mm-hmm. So I think they did the best job they could to teach us how to be like them and what success looked like for them and what living look like for them mm. without realizing that it just it wasn't coming anywhere close to where we could have been or where we should have been so as far as like becoming a man you mentioned like finances right we're talking about people who for the most part didn't have money mm-hmm. people that per the institution weren't supposed to have money mm-hmm. so what are they going to teach us about finances they, they're not equipped with it if i gave you elmer's glue in a ruler and said go build a house what are you going to do I'm gonna Uh, (laughs) build a (laughs) house. Right, but but it's like I think that's that's the equivalent. They weren't they weren't equipped to do more than they did, right? And I think they did the best they could with what they had. But you know, I looked looked at this Rockefeller quote the other day, and I don't get into quotes all the time, just you know, for conspiracy theory reasons. But when you actually see those quotes coming to fruition and, and defining our reality i think it means something but rockefeller had a quote where he was saying i don't want a nation of thinkers i want a nation of workers yeah right and that's and that's where we are you don't have people I, I can't tell you how many times i've had somebody come to me with well gary you're studying this why did you feel the need to study it or gary you're moving you know you're putting money into this thing how come you don't just leave your money in the 401k instead of trading it yourself so i hear questions every time i'm kind of stepping outside of what people feel comfortable with what we've been told or trained to do. People are always asking, why do you need to, why do you feel the need to do something different or to go mm-hmm. to deviate from what everybody else is doing? Mm-hmm. So everybody is we our predecessors have been raised with this kind of groupthink mentality forty, thirty, forty years ago, it was the thing to do, to go and work, you know, find a job at, you know, we're in Detroit, an automotive company that would give you pension after you retire for 30 years and to be in church five, six days a week, and have as many kids as you could. Aside from those three things, what time would they have to do anything else productive? Their time was so consumed by those three things, there was no time to think. There was no time to reflect on what kind of person am I becoming? What kind of financial legacy am I leaving? Am I training my kids up, right? Am I teaching them how to be good men and women when they get older? None of these things, they didn't have time for that. Yeah. And that was, that was what they knew. That was all they knew. And... That was what they thought was the best they could have had, and that's what they raised us to do too. So I don't think they were equipped for what <clears throat> for the things we know and that we've been shown now. Right. Again, I don't I don't blame them. I think the institutions leading a lot of those those groups were responsible for it. Mm-hmm. And it's what they intended. Mm-hmm. But I think that you know, I think they did the best they could, man. Yeah, yeah I, did, man, I just, I, I just don't that. think it was ever an intention for us to, to the things you mentioned, like those standards, like schools today, mm-hmm. could very well teach us how to balance our finances and be wealthy. They, mm-hmm. they don't. Right. It's not, it's not beneficial for them to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, it's a lot of things like that, man. That I just, I don't, I don't think it was ever anybody's intention to really mm-hmm. groom us to be successful the way we have our eyes set on becoming today. Yeah. You know, yeah, I
2: think that's a very. That's good a point. really good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. very well stated. Oh, yeah. very well stated. Yeah, and it's it's devastating, man, because you're right. I mean, it, it's it's not particularly anyone's fault. It's just there there's a, a system of thought in place that is designed to to make people mm-hmm. behave a certain way, and you know and that and that includes and it, it it includes the church because all those people in the church live in the world, you know, and so so yeah yeah, the but, church itself is not you know. And I want to reiterate the church itself is not to blame for anything. It's just my perspective is uh, a young boy that came
3: up in a church. They
2: were grooming us yeah. to be like them, man. Yeah, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And, and that's exactly. and that's that's all <laughs> yeah.
3: all the teaching and right. all the instruction was for. Right. We live our lives like this. We want to train you to live the same way and do the same thing. Yeah. And that's that because that's what the people that came before them told them was it was what they were supposed to do. Yeah, so they right. they followed that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not right. mad at them for doing that because not, that's not what either. the masses yeah. were doing at that time. It's yeah. just Again, we're in a transformational period where people are thinking for themselves and going against the grain more often than following it, mm-hmm. and thinking, "Is that really what I want? Is that really what's best for me?" Yeah. It was that wasn't a question that was asked. That wasn't the Ever. mainstream. Right. You Ever. know what I'm saying? Before our generation, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't, I don't think they were equipped. They weren't even conditioned to think like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They even question is what I've been given really what I should be chasing after. Mm-hmm. They were given this mindset. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. This is what we do in our community, therefore this is what you should do too. Mm-hmm. And nobody quit, never nobody ever stopped to think is that really was what's best for me. Yeah. You're and right, we're questioning that now. And right? sometimes
2: I forget that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much was the standard. Yeah. You know, just yeah. do do as I say, you know. Yeah.
3: And, so I think it was they, they trained us to be <laughs> as best the best they knew how. Right. To copy. Yeah. To be like they were. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. so the
1: that... Okay, here I go again. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. No, bro. Mm-hmm. I gotta let it out, man, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to, man, because right. I do no, know, I'm loving
1: this conversation, man, yeah. because it's opened up corridors, right? Mm-hmm. Of of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think that like um once again, I still hold to this, man. I know I think we're being nice about saying the church, you know what I'm saying? Church is such a general term. When you have so many different religions across the board, mm-hmm. that that should already ask you should already have a thought in your head like mm-hmm. what's going on here, right? Mm-hmm. And um and I don't really have an answer for that other than that the, the 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 workers of darkness can come in and try to try to screw some things up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when you think about once again, just think about the songs we sing, right? Are the songs we sing are they allowing us to become that that to optimize linearity to a a, a higher height mm-hmm. or does it keep us stagnant at the same level mm-hmm. now think like when you say that um you know our our uh, the people that came before us the generation came before us they did the best with what they had mm-hmm. right do we want to use that as an excuse you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying would they even use that as excuse or mm-hmm. is the church confined in the building and 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 you you can go down joy road in mm-hmm. detroit and you can find 40 <laughs> churches yeah right yeah. from livernois all the way to southfield right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean yeah. and the reason why and what are they saying it's easy to corral people in a building mm-hmm. and and give them the same thing to say every week mm-hmm. right and they are comfortable complacent at that mm-hmm. or are you really going to grow and really ask the question hmm, hmm. i had an event that happened to me and you guys know about it where 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 I believe God spoke to me. And y'all know I'm not that type to say, God spoke to me and he said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not that type. Right, right. But it was a voice that hit my head and said, you don't know me like I want you to know me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself like, well, I'm following scripture, <laughs> right? Yeah. But God doesn't want us to follow scripture and copy what other or mimic what everybody's doing. And I think that that's what we've done. We've mimicked what everybody, and copied. Well, it worked for them, and it's going to work. It doesn't work like that. You have to understand the purpose behind words and understand them mm-hmm. and apply it because you have to work out your own salvation, fear, and trembling, right? Mm-hmm. I think the church has copied a governmental or a a structured thing. And I, when I talk about the church today, yeah. I'm not talking about, like, the Lord Jesus and the Paul, the apostles. It's, it's a different... No, I'm talking about literally the church. We came up, to, like yeah, yeah, '90s, yeah. '90s on up. I mean,
2: that's, yeah. that's all I know. You know, yeah, that's all
1: we know. And yeah, I think yeah. that that's really good that you brought that up because it's really causing me to slow down and say, "Man, okay, what are we really doing here? What are, and and how are we moving forward? Especially as a young man, mm-hmm. we had all those conversations. what Mike, you was talking about what you were talking about, and what you was talking about. Just get to a finish line, or not even finish line. You got, and we're good to go. We're complacent here. You see what I'm saying? There's no. No growth. How do you actually mature? You see what I'm saying? Even Hebrews 6 tells you that, right? Mm-hmm. I can't, it says, um, I'm gonna put it up on the screen, but it's basically going on to perfection. He says, not
0: laying it <laughs> <yeah, laughs> yeah.
1: should be right. Here. Yeah, yeah. Not it says not uh, laying the foundations of baptisms and such and such, you know what I mean? He says, he says, but moving on to perfection. We stay right there where he's telling you to move forward, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to excel. So I'm just using that from a church standpoint. That's that's beautiful, though, man. I like that. I think what you're referring to, which could be an entire episode in
0: itself, is um, the conflict between the ideas of religion and then faith and relationship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are two vastly, vastly different things, and uh, it it takes a lot of thought and time Mm -hmm. to really realize how different those two things are. A lot of what we've been raised to believe is faith and relationship is actually just practicing religion. And religion is the reason why we have so many different, you know what I mean? Because everybody's just coming, like you said, corralling into a building, hearing the same things repeated over and over for a lifetime, and then nobody's ever really making much progress. Yeah. Um, that's what religion does. The scripture even talks about it. It says bodily exercise, profited little doing the same thing over and over is very little progress. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I think that establishing relationship and understanding faith mm-hmm. is the real goal or should be anyway, the real goal. Mm-hmm. And as and the more time we spend practicing, quote unquote religion, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that attending church or this not what I'm that's not where I'm going. Attending church and all that kind of stuff is fine. It has its place. Um I'm specifically referring to ignoring the greater part of what it is that we say we're about, mm-hmm. in favor of just going through
3: routine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No. Go. go finish no. Off. No. I'm good. I'm I'm good. I think that that's that's the danger though, is that just going to the building and copying what we see has become the routine. I mm. was thinking when both of you are, were talking, the verse we love to use against everybody else having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Yeah. That's that's what religion is. That's that's what we've, again, we love to use it in reference to somebody that goes to a different assembly or believes something different, never looking at the fact that that applies to religion across the board. Yes, When you can't do, you're not allowed to do, you don't seek to do anything more than come into where everybody else is gathering to participate in what everybody else is doing and say amen to the same thing everybody else is saying and then go back home. I, that's, that mimicry is not enough that's, that there's no there's no power in just me going to look at yes. what everybody else is doing yes. and say i'm gonna do the same thing because there's safety in numbers and if this is what these people are doing because they want to go to heaven i must have to do the same thing there's no power in that mm-hmm. if you go in there and you're that, mindlessly repeating the same it. thing you see everybody else doing that everybody else is demonstrating for you and you just join up and become a part of the same demonstration there's no power in that that's, that's there's no relationship in that there's no growth in that there's no faith in that it's just i'm going here I know that while I'm here, I got this routine to go by. I'm going to do set one through three, one three one, one two three four five six seven whatever, and I'm going to go back home. Yeah. And that's what I do every single Sunday and every Wednesday and every Friday and whatever else. There's no power in mimicry. There's no power in just going through the motions and repeating the same actions every day that's because it, we man. think that's going to get us somewhere. It has. There's more to it than that. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think yeah. that for I anybody loved. who would, for
0: anybody who would hear what we're saying, number one. None of it is an indictment on any at all, any particular person or Mm -hmm. entity. Um,
3: And second of all, Mm -hmm. I think that it's an indictment on the leaders of those institutions. I'm sorry, for me anyway. Mm -hmm. For me, it is. Go ahead. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair (laughs) enough. enough. Yeah. 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 Fair (laughs) enough.
0: Um, I think that it's important for anybody who would be, you know, who would poo-poo what we're saying, Mm -hmm. is uh, it's important to look at the fruit. Look at what is being produced. Look at what is being produced. There's no denying the fruit that comes from any particular tree. There's no denying it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And if you and if you can't if you refuse to, then you're intentionally willing to. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's, that's uh, what um uh, Elder Cole was talking about that last time. Mm-hmm. That's willful ignorance. If you're yeah, if you're yeah. willing to be willful ignorance, then unfortunately, this probably is not the show for you. You get to tell you to watch because we need the views. But <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, right. but if you are if you're willing to consider the fruit, if you're willing to consider the fruit that comes from anything, whether it's us mm-hmm. or whether it's the yeah. church or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only way that you're going to really try and prove what it is that, you, that you're talking about. Right, exactly that you're talking about. Right. So, check this so, out. Can I so, add one more thing? Real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, I okay. just want to
3: clarify something. When I said the leaders, mm. if you can get in your car and drive to the leader's house, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. So, when I'm talking about <laughs> leaders, I'm not talking about the people that's local at your level, the people that you see on a weekly basis. I'm talking about way higher than that and mm. long before that. Mm. So, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. The people that are really at the top benefiting from people not thinking and not really gaining power and a connection with God. And I don't yeah. think your local pastors want you to not have a connection. It's just they're telling you the same way they were taught. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. mm-hmm. not talking about people that are in, in your region or mm-hmm. people that are leading your church specifically. I'm talking about at a much higher level than that. Yeah. So sorry about mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
1: So to, to, And the reason why I hit the, the kingdom of God so hard like that, to know the difference, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Once you understand the process of knowing words, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. the power of words and understanding that, Let's turn it and transform it into reality. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why, um, like you said, when we've been conditioned for men to stay away from this, that, girls stay away from this, that, and do all these types of things, mm-hmm. you don't actually understand how to understand. Uh, I said that twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. yeah, right. You, you, that you don't necessarily um, realize if you see a girl that you, you want to. Kick it with or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You can't even engage with her because both of them don't have enough experience to really understand who they are. Right. They haven't even found their identity enough yeah. to be be clear enough to express what's on their heart. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. even with um, you know, you talk about sex and stuff like that, whatnot, let's have this conversation. Yeah, let's man. talk about this. Yeah, right? Man. Let's let's really understand the 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 benefits of it. Yeah. And and people like you said, there's a benefit in it, yeah. especially when it's in, in marriage or whatnot. Yeah, it's covenant. It's part of covenant. It's, it's you know part of covenant.
2: Yeah. I, I, I it's, just, it's a beautiful thing. I, I, What I want people to glean from this discussion, and again, this is initiated from, from my perspective. Like, for me personally, I love being a man. I love the responsibilities of being a man. I love my wife. And how I conduct myself with her, and I just want other people to see the, the yeah. beauty and the benefits of that. I think we're, we're we're in a society now, and this this didn't necessarily happen like overnight. This was something over time, where there's a there's a challenge on roles, and you know you got dudes that are like, well, I don't want her using me. You know, I want her to bring six figures if I'm bringing it. You know, my thing is, love yourself enough to say these are my this is my role. This is what I want to do, and this I how want I want to co- conduct myself as a man. Define your role as a man. And see, we have to, the reason why I I, I brought up the church is because that's just w- what I was raised in. For sure. But the reality is, is that there's a community, there's a village that is responsible for defining the roles of men and women. Mm-hmm. And that's all blurred now. I mean, we're in a blender, man, on high just being pr- like we're all blended together, Neutral <laughs> bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> like we're it's a mess right now. And rolls, you know. And I hate to see men try and fight for almost a lesser position. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I really want us to fight for the position that God ordained us to be. You know, and not, you know. Go ahead. And and, and it. That is a discussion that that needs to be put out in the forefront. Because I see dudes online arguing their position as to why they feel, well, I'm not going to let her use me. I want her to bring six figures if I'm bringing six figures. I want her to have this, this, and this. And then if she has that and I don't have it, I want her to take take charge of the bills, paying the mortgage. But I don't understand these discussions. I I don't understand all the the vitriol that is out there that's being spewed Mm -hmm. amongst men. And that's why I'm saying this conversation is Mm -hmm. to our, our brothers.
3: Okay. Yeah. You, you go ahead. No, I just I think that uh, <laughs> we we have to we have to redefine a couple things. Okay. Because I think that I know you. Mm. I know where you're coming from. Where you say when you say mm-hmm. what you just said. Yeah. There's a lot of dishonest mm. and toxic men who would say what you just said with a completely different outcome. I understand at their at their intention. Yeah. And we have to redefine what, what you just said is like when I'm talking about being a man Yeah, that you're talking about doing that to the strength and benefit of everybody around you. Yes. And there's a lot of guys who, when they say that, they mean I want my woman submissive, barefoot in the house, butt naked, pregnant, cooking this, that, and the third, or whatever. Ah, and you. it's like it's you, it's yeah. being a man to the detriment or yeah. stepping on the necks of everybody else around you to prove your yeah. manhood. Yeah. And I think that again, I know you, and I know yeah. when you talk about that's not my definition. I know that's, that's not my definition. Just <laughs> <folks. That's what laughs> so you know, definition, oh, not. I, I know you and your wife, and when you <laughs> right. say that, you yeah. mean that in a way that I'm I'm holding my wife up. Yeah, know? yeah. In yeah, whatever way that means, not. That she needs you to carry her like it's right. just right. I'm supporting right. her whatever yeah. she does. Right. And I love even what you were saying like early on like after our first couple podcasts you were like you were talking about something, or we t- we talked about something in one of the episodes. You were like I went back and I realized that I, I want to put more effort and energy behind what my wife is doing her projects. Exactly. And her goals I and things like that. that. Yeah, 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 that's that's powerful, man. Yeah, it is because that's what again we got to redefine it and make sure people know that we're when we're saying that we're saying that from a a pure standpoint and from a love standpoint of building up everybody else around us Mm -hmm. and being a man for the sake of strengthening everybody else around us that we can and letting our strength be there to carry and help as many around us as we can and never has to be at the detriment of stepping on somebody or using somebody or domineering over somebody else in order to prove our manhood. That's what manhood was in the 50s, 40s and 60s in that time frame you know what I'm saying so I want that distinction to be there that is not at the detriment of anybody else. You're saying that in a way that I want to build up protect help and carry anybody else around me as much as I can you know what I mean? I love it, I love I love it. it. thank you and it's man. a it, phrase
0: that you use all the time mm-hmm. that I that I think equates mm-hmm. perfectly to that and that's mm-hmm. that pillars of society mm-hmm. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. if yeah. we are Conducting ourselves and establishing ourselves as pillars of, suci- mm-hmm. of society, mm-hmm. then um, then that, that falls right into place. Yes, it does. You know it does. Yes,
3: it does. And but I, it, but it bears saying because it's not the not the for sure because it can easily be misinterpreted. yes, yeah, one hundred
2: percent. We have to repeat it, and we also need to really That's say, so true. yeah, above mm-hmm. all, this is for what men. A lot of men really need to hear, hear especially men. The the woman, particularly the black woman, is not our enemy, and mm-hmm. I think that. There are some external forces, I'll mm-hmm. say, that have a lot of, uh, that influence a lot of our, how we conduct ourselves and our relationships. And it's a big problem in mass, not as individuals, but just in mass. And, you know, and mm-hmm. of course, social media is always going to be a part of that. But if we can allow our, you know, help our young men strengthen their minds, put their emotions in check and say, look, here, you can't be more emotional than a woman. You need to. Allow yourself to say the pullback. I mean, I'm just even talking to myself. You got to allow yourself to pull back, examine the situation logically and say, okay, let's talk about this diplomatically. I'm going to come to you with respect. You know, I'm not uh, going to talk down to you. I like a statement you said earlier about punching down, Mm -hmm. you know, talking Mm -hmm. down, being condescending, being a jerk. These things don't work. And this is stuff that's just too prevalent in society. This is not just a one-off thing. Like Mm -hmm. what we're talking about is how people are living. Like, yes. day-to-day, like, yes. just complete jerks, narcissists. Right. Right. I'm only out for myself. I'm about me and mine. It's about me, mine, and, you know, and, and so when you are when you live in that way, you can make babies and not take care of them. Right, right. You can have multiple women and, and not even care about them, have a roster for the week, and not even, right. and that's not being a man. None of that to yeah. me, I don't respect that. I would never hang around dudes like that. Right. My My thing is, is, like, I only hang around people that live like I live. You know, men, we as men, we have a right. standard. I love the, the name of that group, Men of Standard. Mm-hmm. We have a standard mm-hmm. that we have to live by. Mm-hmm. And no, we're not. Anywhere near perfect. Right. right. But the right. fact is, is right. that we're sitting here talking about things that are not popular to talk about. No. And being no. transparent about it in a way mm-hmm. that can affect somebody.
3: You know. I want to, <laughs> I had to really examine my intention before I said this. But um, mm-hmm. it, it it is to shed light on a valid problem. Mm-hmm and it's not going to win me any points for saying it, but Mm -hmm. the point you brought up earlier, black women are not, you know, our women, period, are not our enemy.
2: Yeah, I agree, right. Mm -hmm.
3: And we talked about a lot of those rules that came out in the church and Mm -hmm. the generations before us. Mm -hmm. We made women our enemy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very much so. um, We we perpetuated the Mm -hmm. misogyny, Mm -hmm. the patriarchy that's in the Bible from civilizations and societies that had that same mentality. Mm I agree with that. And again, it's, it's insecurity. It's a a masculine force that doesn't feel secure and powerful unless it has somebody submitting to it and perpetuates that. Mm -hmm. So we have, we, in the churches we came from, I know, right? In the churches we came from (laughs) and the legacy there, they, they made women our enemy. And let's call it for what it was all the rules that were leveraged on women during those generations prior were all because of the weakness of men. Yeah. True. Sure.
2: And, and may I add to that? And we also let the government come into our home and say, you can't be here, you know, making this amount, or they can't collect this yeah. if you're here. And so some dudes yes. are like, sweet, okay, I can get out of here. And so you leave your woman behind with the kids willingly. And then when she has to fend for herself and get those degrees and build companies on her own, then you demonize her. You know, right, you, you turn right. you turn your back on her right. and talk down to
3: her. Right. I don't yep. understand that. Yep. You our, know what I'm saying. Our churches had rules, and again, going back generation before us, but you couldn't show women couldn't show elbows. Wrists, shirts had to be had wrists. to be shirts down to the wrist. Shirts had to be up to their neck. They had to. They had rules, and again, mm. all rules that came in the generation before us. Shoes had to be closed, toed. Eventually, they had to be closed, heeled You had to have pantyhose on. All these things that were there were not because women were so bad, women were so foul. Women need to be corrected, corralled. All these other right. things. They were all, all, every last one of them mm-hmm. were because men were coming to the pastors and telling them what their issues were, yes, what yes. their weaknesses were, yeah. and due to their lack of control. Mm-hmm. And a failure of leadership to talk to those men and address those problems for what they were, because as we were talking about, mm-hmm. right? There were these things that we just we said or we can't talk about.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Their exactly. failure to address the real problem mm-hmm. ended up turning all of their effort, all the rules, all their vitriol towards the women and punishing them unnecessarily. Yeah. When it should have been the men that were punished, that were silenced, that were addressed for their weaknesses and their problems and not the other way around. Very much. So I, I Again, I know that's not going to sit well <laughs> with the groups we came from, mm-hmm. but it's the reality of it. It is. It's, it is. It's the absolute truth of the matter. And those same men
2: that were complaining to the pastor, they raised little boys. Yes. Those little boys look at how their fathers and the church right. treat these women right. and just repeat the They're cycle. Perpetuate Yep. And exactly. when they transition from boyhood to manhood, yep. they say to themselves, hey, this is how my daddy and pastor did it. Right. So, you know, if you're going to be my wife, right. this is what you got to do. That's right. You know, and, and that'll be a, a smart woman that deserves more than that. Yeah. You know, and that just keeps getting repeated over and over again. And then you get a group of men, man, that come together in our generation and say, you know, all these women passing us up. You know what I'm saying? And we still got to, you know, take out the garbage and pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? They making six figures and I'm making this. You know, you got a group of men that complain like that. To me, that's not a man. Because salary is not what makes what defines our roles right. in society. It's right. not your salary. Right. It's just that I, I'm God made me a man. Right. God made you a woman. And the thing is, man, this is the tripped out thing. If you actually really talk to women, especially our sisters, they don't want to lead. Mm-hmm. They don't want mm-hmm. to. They want. They want you to lead. Mm-hmm. But if you're not equipped, they can't wait for you. Mm-hmm. They can't wait till they're fifty and sixty True. for you to lead. Mm-hmm. So, a as a man, I have to figure out for myself what do I want of myself. Mm-hmm. And first of all, do I love myself enough come to even man, try? Come on, man. But mm-hmm. once I get yeah. past the love thing, the self-love thing and, get, and work out my issues with that, right. then I have to say to myself, what is my value right. and what am I going to bring to the table? Right. I'm not going to ask my girl, like, so what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would you do a woman yeah. like that? Yeah. Women give life. They're the ones that got to carry the baby. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I carry a baby? Mm-hmm. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying mm-hmm. to. But the thing is, is that they're the builders of society. When you plant that seed, they're the ones that have to nurture while we build. I meant to say they're the, they're the nurturers. Right. We're the ones that build.
1: Understood. And
2: so if we get these roles all twisted in that bullet, I mean, I don't understand ultimately what our end goal is as men. I'm only talking to men because women are moving on, man, because they have to. You know what I'm saying? You got guys out here that feeling are feeling a void. They're, they're filling the void, man. They got to raise. They're not going to leave these kids behind. They're raising the kids. They're getting a home, paying their bills because they have to. It's not necessarily that they want to. Right. You know, it's just that they have to. And so it's up to us again as men. That's a good point. Since we are men, we're here. You know, like I just turned 46. I'm not going to just say, I want to be a boy again. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I identify as a boy. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. say that. I'm, I'm a grown man. Like I have to, I have to accept my. Hold on. Man, is that, is that an earthquake? I know. Hey!